In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. All that came to be had life in Him. And that life was the life of men, a light that shines in the dark, a light that darkness could not overpower. Nambo Ukuaho Derade Ukuaho Nachineke Dere Ukuaho Bokwa Chineke Sitenaya Kachineke Sirike Ihenile Nimea Kando De Ndoaho Bokwa Ihe Nkende Mado Ihe ahu ni nguno chichiri, mo chichiri apu yimenyuya. The words we have just heard proclaimed for us from the beginning of the gospel according to St. John. Otito dirijeso. Once more I wish all of you Happy Christmas. Perhaps some of you were in this cathedral at Mass last night, at midnight Mass. And uh, during the homily last night, I shared with you the difficulty I had about wishing people Happy Christmas in the present circumstances in the world, in our country, in our diocese. I even told you the story, I told them the story last night of the difficulty I had when I called a girl on the evening of yesterday and did not have the courage to say Happy Christmas. This was because I was aware that the girl was mourning and in pains since her father had disappeared for the past two, three months. No information about him. Is he alive? Is he dead? If he is dead, where is his body? So that we could mourn him and bury him. No information. When I called yesterday, I couldn't say Happy Christmas. But in that short conversation, she herself was the first to wish me Happy Christmas. And that gave me the courage to also wish her Happy Christmas. Then I started reflecting on how I could wish Happy Christmas to all the internally displaced persons in our diocese now and in the country who have been sacked by various forms of terrorism, banditry, violence, criminality, and above all, the failure of governance. 
Many of them are unable to attend Mass today. Now, one would ask, what has changed between last night and this morning that right at the beginning of Mass, I wished you Happy Christmas? Nothing changed with regard to the reality on ground. But my reflection on the Word of God helped me. And that reflection on the Word of God drew my attention to how at Bethlehem in the night, in the quiet stable, among the animals, unobserved by anybody except Mary and Joseph, human history was being rewritten. While Caesar Augustus and Quirinius were making their plans about the future, how to extend their authority, the real author of true authority on earth was being born and the king of the universe was being born and since that night human history has not been the same again and I concluded that so long as we are open and we remain open to the quiet and silent way in which God works in our lives in the midst of noise, in the midst of pains, in the midst of hardship, in the midst of darkness, we will always notice some little light somewhere there, weak. But from that little quiet flame, the presence of God will shine in our lives and through us to others. And if really we realize the presence of God's light in our lives, then with the angels... We can sing glory to God in the highest and we will have peace on earth and then it will be for us. Happy Christmas. That reflection gives me the courage and the joy to begin this celebration today with you by just saying Happy Christmas. Yes, we are happy. Not in the sense that we have no problems. But we are happy because God's light is still in the world. God's presence is still being felt. Human beings have their plans. Plans about how to dominate. Plans about how to commit crime. Plans about evil. But God is the master planner. And in the heart of the human person, there is always the possibility of a little light remaining, not overshadowed by darkness. Who knows? Today, many people may be planning, perfecting their plan about how to rig the election. But while some are planning how to rig the election, some other Nigerians are working hard to make sure that the people are allowed the possibility of expressing whom they want to rule them. So many of the policies of government today, we don't understand them. We don't know whether they are for us or against us. Now, 
the lack of confidence in government has come to the point, whether it is in the matter of security or in appointment of appointments or of economic policies or even of legislation like the water resources bill now being pushed through in the National Assembly, we no longer understand whether any of those things are being done in the interest of the people. But what we know and what we believe is that the light is still there and darkness can't overpower that light. On the morning of Christmas, we expect to be hearing stories about the birth of Jesus, the way we heard last night. But John takes us back, not just to the birth of Jesus, but the origin of creation. Because before God created the world, there was confusion. There was darkness. And God's word brought light and through light life came but since human beings who received life and light from God thought they could become independent of him they entered into darkness and God tried as much as he could to send his word again to them, to teach them the truth, to return to his grace, grace and truth. But they wouldn't listen. The second reading tells us that in various ways, at various times, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets, in order to let us know the word that is light and life. It didn't work. Then at last, he spoke through his son. I've told you this story before, and I like repeating it on Christmas Day especially. Ordinarily, if a man sees a duck with duckling in mud, we will, we will tend to walk away. But this man saw this duck with its duckling in the mud and the ducklings were inside the trapped in the mud and the mud was thorny there was some brush some bush that was thorny inside the mud the mother duck was out and was trying to help the ducklings to come out but couldn't make it didn't succeed this man saw the poor animals and decided to help but you know what happens 
or Yarum may make a mega attack. The duck is not as aggressive as the hen. But the ducklings would not even allow the man to come near. The nearer he came, the more they went into these thorns and they were wounding themselves, bleeding. And this man said, Who can help me tell these dogs that I'm coming to help them, not to harm them? But also, he could not speak the language of dogs. Because he was not a dog. And he said that for the first time he understood why God became man. Because that was the only way he could explain to us through his life how to do what will lead us back to the dignity we lost. How to pull us out of the mud. How to pull us out of thorns. To life and growth. That is the message of Christmas. That the birth of Christ, his coming to earth, signifies a definitive rupture with the past, break with the past. So that from now onwards, we are no longer guessing what God wants us to do. By the way, the author to the letter to the Hebrews reminds us that many prophets have some truth about God that they revealed. Many. But the complete truth about God is revealed in Christ. No one, John tells us in the gospel of today, no one has ever seen God except his only begotten son who came from the Father and from the heaven and is nearest to the Father's heart. He has made God known. So no gabo kunke Obrono weri henda mu makzranya ye chek me meyana nkokzranya oshikwe you have heard that it was said to your ancestors but now i tell you what the truth is that is god speaking maka ndoni munu kanu na level nda muma ogamuma agama For those of you who are still consulting prophets and soothsayers and seers, that time is past because God has already revealed everything he wants us to know in his son. I have called you friends because I have made known to you all that the father has taught me. And no one knows the son except the father. And no one knows the father except the son and all those to whom he wishes to reveal him. And that is also a big difference. This son, who is the word, through whom the word was created, who orders the universe, 
Who is the light that shows us how to behave as God's children? He wants us to be like him and to become lights for the rest of the world. The gospel tells us a man came, John by name, sent by God. He came as a witness, as a witness to speak for the light. But he underlines, he was not the light. John was not the light and John knew. Now you will understand why in Matthew chapter 11 verse 11 and in Luke chapter 7 verse 38, Jesus tells us, Of all human beings born of women, none is as great as John. But the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. Is it not a contradiction? It is not, because there is a difference between all the children of men and members of the kingdom. Members of the kingdom are those who have been associated with Christ and through this association have become God's children. John was not the light. But already when Jesus was born, Simeon, the old man in the temple, carrying the baby in his hand, said, This is a light to enlighten the Gentiles. And some translations will say, This is the light for the revelation of God to the Gentiles. And he himself was to announce John chapter 8 verse 12 I am the light of the world. And anyone who follows me will not have darkness. He will not walk in darkness. She will not live in darkness but will have the light of life. Now, that is what makes the children of the kingdom greater. Because apart from telling us we could follow him and have that light and reflect that light, he even says in Matthew chapter 5, from verses 14 to 16, you, you, by your association with me, through your acceptance of my word, my teaching, you are the light of the world. This is a message of hope, but it is a challenge. You are the light of the world. And you are now sources of hope for the rest of the world, sources of hope for this country, sources of hope for this diocese, because the light of God, Jesus Christ, is reflected in you. In short, you are that light. Wherever you are, Jesus says, 
don't hide that light so that others will know that our redemption has come and they will see your works and give glory to God. And remember, as I said yesterday, once you recognize the glory of God, the Lordship of God, you will have peace in your mind and the rest of the world will also see light and you will be able to celebrate and to live Christmas. All of us, this Christmas, should remember that we, by our association with Christ, should no longer surrender to the darkness that is surrounding us, but always, first of all, protect that light from being put off and allow it always to shine more by lighting other candles. This is the challenge we have now in our country. I've always told people, I always remind you, that darkness is only the absence of light. Anywhere you have a small source of light, the nearer you approach that light, the clearer you see. Jesus is not a small source of light. But we, who are his reflections, or we who are small lights or pots of light, we are small. But if we approach him, if we live in him, we'll be surrounded by light. In the midst of pain, in the midst of suffering, in the midst of misunderstanding and contradictions. The farther away you move from light, the longer your shadow becomes. And the more the darkness. Especially if you are backing the source of light. If you have your back turned to Christ, you have only your shadow and the shadow of the saints of humanity in front of you. And what you feel is fear and uncertainty. Turn and face the light and you have the shadow behind you. And you will no longer be terrified by the feelings of this world. You will no longer be terrified by the shortcomings of this world. You will no longer be terrified by your sins. Because you are looking at the light of the world. And if you are in the middle of that light, your, shadows, your shadow disappears completely. Immerse yourself in Christ. And you become a little Christ. When you were baptized, you became a Christian. A Christian means a small Christ. And a small Christ means small light. This country done bad. Now we spoil them. Be a light. In fact, be Christmas to others. Share the joy. Share the love. And you will not doubt whether you can tell people Happy Christmas. The theme of love 
is central to Christmas. But so also is the theme of light and the theme of hope. So let us take three of them together. Love, light, hope that makes us continue to live. And this love, light, hope must be noticed also by others because the only way really we can show that we have accepted Christ is from the way we treat our brothers and sisters. A bishop friend of mine sent me a clip yesterday and they made me laugh. Roman and their name is TikTok. Talk tick. TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. People create all sorts of funny videos in Nigeria now, especially those who want to have followers and share and so on, so that I don't know what they expect to gain. I've heard some get money from it. So some are doing very stupid things. But this one was very funny. Maybe many of you know that clip. And you may have heard it. You may have seen it. Christmas no be your birthday. No, they tell me to send you money. No, be you the born for Bethlehem. Christmas no be your birthday. I no go send, oh, Christmas no be your birthday. And I laughed and laughed and laughed. But after laughing, I sent him a reply. Whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers that you do Unto me. Who will laugh last now? Nobody me go laugh last. Yes. Christmas is also my birthday. Because I am another Christ. And that means that whatever you do. To make me happy. You have sent me something for my birthday. And whatever I can do. To make you happier. I have become another Christ. In your life. If you have decided to be light. If you have decided to be Christmas for others. There's no doubt. That you have a wonderful Christmas. Happy Christmas to all of you.